Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Good day, sir. You know I don't speak Spanish. Get Jimmy out of here. My bad. Nerd. Hello and welcome to the Gamerland Podcast. That is really hot and I apologize to everybody. Oh, it's so hot. Who's My listening. Brain. Everybody who's listening. That was way too loud. Still way too loud. Stop being loud, Justin. Stop with the loudness. I'm your host, Justin Worsham. Oh, really? I'm so sorry. That was me. I, oh. I turned me up okay. <laughs> on my knob. At first, oh. I, thought it, I thought it was me. <laughs> We've uh, been hanging out for an hour. If yeah. we just put these headphones on, we could have done this. could have done this and while we were talking. Yeah. I'll do that from now on. That's, That's a good, a good idea. point. Uh, anyway, I'm Justin Worsham. With me, as always, is the one, the only, the, the KevinMiller.com. Jump and press the circle button at the same time. Robot Rock! Robot Rock! How long, like, it seems like, are we, we're in a hiatus of Marvel movies? Is it just, like, It is a deficit. Yeah, it feels like we're, it, it feels like it's going to be a while. Although, yeah. I'm not happy about how excited I am about the Vision uh, and uh, Wendy. Wanda Vision? Wanda Vision. Wendy. Vision is, and Wendy. Yeah, Vision and Wendy. <laughs> the, the, the burger lady's going to make a camera. Should be good, yeah. But Sassy the, the Wendy idea of a comic up. book sitcom is, it seems like a bridge too far, which uh, makes me happy. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, I think I think it's a territory that is worth taking. Yeah, absolutely. Right? Ground worth examining. And I, sure. I just want... And, and the Marvel comics, it's not like the comics haven't done this. Right. It, they've been doing these sort of books forever. So to be like, okay, well, let's put this over here makes a ton of sense. I just want some part of the meeting to be like, let's see how far we can push things. Like, let's see if we did a sitcom... With two people that are not known for being funny at all. Is it supposed to be funny? I thought it was more like uh, outer world, like this oh, is maybe. weird. Like, no, I understood it to be. On. They said, I remember at some video that I saw from like D23 or some stuff or Comic-Con was that this is going to be a sitcom. And it's legitimately going to be funny. And that's what I thought. Different genres of sitcoms as they jump through. So I it'll guess. be like, I love Lucy, Roseanne. And, is the, and the idea is that because... I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I'm when does all this though. air? Because Disney Plus it's supposed to be coming soon. When they were like, "Come Disney Plus," we got Loki. Oh, we yeah. got WandaVision. Boom. Reality of that: we got Mandalorian for the first three years. We got Mandalorian for like a minute, and then we're going to double down with Baby Yoda. You're welcome for that. Do That's going to hold you over for another seven years. When was the last time you had a new, fresh Baby Yoda adventure? Uh, December. Exactly. So yeah. it doesn't we're count. Two months. 
Come on. Listen how, listen how entitled we sound. Listen, I'm, it's been two months since I've gotten a, a Mandalorian. I mean, let's, let's be honest. This guy's like, oh, this is a whole show. I'm just saying that. I'm barely interested in what I'm saying. <laughs> for a network or for a digital streaming service that was like, <laughs> come here. We got fresh new $70. content. $70. They have no fresh Netflix new content. Netflix is 13 bucks yeah. a month. And their library is 400 well, I guess that's people. fair. I paid 70 bucks for a year, huh? Yeah, 70, yeah. 80 bucks for you a paid, year. You paid rock bottom prices for Disney Plus. You'll All never, right. you'll never pay gonna, that low I'm gonna, again. I'm going to relax. But my point is that there's no new guy. content on, on Disney. Disney Plus. There hasn't been anything None new for us. There's, they're they're throwing a lot of stuff for kids. What I yeah. look at that. And if you if you haven't watched the Jeff Goldblum show, Those you're missing boring. out. Oh, really? You don't like it? He pontificates about ice cream and shoes. Yeah. How is that a show? I like that a guy can. Uh, I like that a guy can feign uh, passion about mundane things. I, that 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 that, that appeals right. me. I get a little kick out of it. Do you really? I do. All I'm right. not gonna lie. I like what people. It's he, all personality, though. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's just Jeff Goldblum. But he likes he. I like it when people are passionate about just about anything. Like, yeah, I just like true. watching people that's being true. passionate. Uh, and he does have a, I think, a gift for being passionate about stuff that should not matter. <laughs> and so to me, I'm like, this is interesting. Have you watched all of those no, episodes? Oh, that's okay. where. So not enough to where it's like, oh, I'm thrilled. Like, yeah, I can't yeah, wait yeah, yeah. for the next one. I'm more like, oh, I can't wait. Honestly, this, it's like it's I can't ironic even, that I I like the Mandalorian more where I'm not passionate about anything. He is. He's very he's got he's passionate. I have a code. He has a code. So it is. He's say he he, he That is the way. What's his the entire race of people had to give up who they were to save this child. That was that was a bridge too far for me. Oh really? Series. Yeah. I was like, so wait, so really what pressure was on was put on this planet that all those badass Mandalorians had to strip naked and leave without fighting for their lives. Like what, what I'm not seeing the way you can't even get like a dozen guys here. Why, why is it that harsh? And then there's like a mountain of, of helmets and shoulder pads there. This is the most valuable resource. And you all just left. I, that was my oh, biggest were, question mark. All right. That okay, was like, yeah, yeah. I don't, I feel like you're really pushing the emotional envelope because if I was any of those Mandalorians, I'd come down and kill you <laughs> and that stupid child because you, you destroyed my way of life. You think you could be a Mandalorian? Like you could no! fly all by yourself? <laughs> no, I'm not wired to be a Mandalorian in any stretch Why of the imagination. Why does that appeal to me? Like the does idea, it? it does a little bit, even though I'm a guy who needs to have people around me like a lot. Yeah. Like I don't, I'm, I'm, I like to be more social than antisocial. Yeah. But I, I, there's an idea that it's like, you know, you're just like, I'm, I'm like, go, go this way. I think it would get old after three days. Uh, yeah, you yeah. couldn't be on the road. That's true. <laughs> That's true. Without being around your wife. And I would be seeing like 200 to 300 people. Yeah. By God's grace, you found a job in your hometown because yeah. I'm pretty sure you would have died. Oh, no, I would have had a, I, and this, there's no joke. I would have. I, I would have developed some kind of either severe depression yes. or a problem. You were already. Either of them would have uh, would have pushed, uh, would have just imploded my entire life. Yeah, that's why I think that's probably why the Mandalorian looks so romantic to you, because it is just never oh, going It's complete fantasy. Yeah, thing. it's complete like fantasy. Speaking of uh, complete fantasy, so multiple things have happened since we've been able to do oh, show. I love it. I don't know how this happened, but I uh, it's honest. Like it wasn't by design. Like I was just kind of sitting there. I'm like, oh, I, I want to play some games. Like I uh-huh. have some time. Nobody's doing anything. Like mm-hmm. I, I got I got caught up on my stuff. You know so, what it is? What your son is done with OSS. 
Oh, well, no, because I'm still doing it for the fourth graders. Which what? I don't even Come have a on, kid man. in that class. But anyway, <laughs> so, uh, so anyway, I, I was, I look and I, I was playing Madden and then I was like, I want to, I want a game. I'm going to look around. I go, Oh, Kevin always those talks about the free games, which yeah. you now got my kids hooked on. Yeah, they, they check. Welcome. And so you I know, go, they can only check once a month. They don't put new games out. <laughs> no, they do. Yeah. So I was like, Oh, well, what's free this month? Yeah. All the Bioshock games. They are, which I liked. And then I kind of would lose interest in, but yeah. I was like, Oh, it's free. So I was I, with you when you beat the first one. I, I was did in beat the, the first one. I, I was in the room with you. I don't remember when it. the big reveal happened. We can talk about it, right? Ah, it's sure. like fifty years old. When the guy's like he, whatever the code word is, the trigger word, if you would be so kind or whatever. I can't remember it all. And there's something that is like normal gamer stuff, like, and then you they learn you learn in that moment that you've been conditioned. Uh, and then when you hear that, you are compelled to go do these quests. Oh, yes. Yeah. Now and I remember. I, I was in the room when I was like, that's pretty cool. But you were like, what? <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. I can't wait to relive that again. Okay. Um, <laughs> Let me know. Film it. So I got that. And then I was, it's so funny. I had to do so much Googling. Uh, you guys, I wish, I wish I could have recorded this. Yeah. I had to do so much Googling because we've talked about it multiple times on the show. And now I know the name because I Googled it. Remember how I kept talking about that game with the silhouettes and the war and you have to kind of try to survive? Well, it's called This War of Mine and oh. it's only available on the PSN. It's a Steam game. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, but oh, the, yeah. yeah so you could get the regular uh, version, but for whatever reason, the PSN version is called The Little Ones, mm. <clears throat> which made me very nervous because I did not want to play this game as a child. Yeah. Thankfully, so far, I have not had to play the game as a child. <laughs> uh, I played it. I thought it was. I thought it was fun. It was very simple. Very interesting concept. Like I played it's it. Graphic, right? Like no. you, there's like little stakes and you die. No, nope. oh, okay. not as far as I've I'm seen. I'm thinking of a different game. I've not. What I've seen is that you start off, and I, I, I don't. I hope it's the same for everyone. But you start off with your three dudes. Like there's some kind of like post-apocalyptic world, uh, but it's still like pretty suburban. Yeah. Like it's not like Mad Max yeah, type. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, it's yeah, very yeah. suburban. It's more like Walking Dead, but there's not zombies. Mm -hmm. It's and um, so anyway, you start off and one guy is wounded a little bit and they tell you like you knew each other in high school, but you weren't really friends and you find out like one guy runs really fast. He was a former football player. One guy is a good cook and the other guy's a master scavenger. Interesting. And I think what makes you a master scavenger is that you have a backpack. Because <laughs> nobody else has a backpack, but he has a backpack. That's like Jumanji. Yeah. What are your skills? I have a backpack. Backpack. Weakness, strength, <laughs> strength is a weakness. <laughs> those, are, that's a, those, both of them are really. I haven't good seen movies. the second one. I wanted to go see it in uh, the ice theater. It's on Amazon. Oh, is it already? Yeah, yeah. I got uh, you. Could go see it in our in our library. It's <laughs> available. So anyway, they took out Doctor Who. Huh? Doctor Who has oh, always yes. been free. I have season the not season twelve, whatever season ten or eleven. I just bought it because I was trying to get uh, caught up on yeah. it. Anyway, so um. So the guy has a backpack and then you go at it. So everybody, you have to start to build your house to make it better. Yeah. And you have to craft your own weapons. This is the three little pigs. And here's what's interesting about it is that uh, you do have to sleep, but it's different. Oh, you because, hypocrite. Uh, but hear me out. Because what happens is you play during the day and then it, it just all of a sudden it's like it's nighttime. Mm. And then you have to, so nighttime is when you go scavenge. Okay. And you say, okay, so-and-so is going to scavenge. And so-and-so is going to scavenge. 
and so and so is going to take stay as a guard, right? Yeah. So scavenge <clears throat> boy is always going to go scavenge, right? Well, you'd think unless you're a noob like this guy. What is wrong with you? Well, the first couple nights I didn't because I didn't know who everybody was. Like I'm just trying to figure out the game, and then all of a sudden uh, it's nighttime. Who's going to scavenge? Like I'm like, oh crap, I don't know. <laughs> this sounds like is there graphics involved? Because right now it just sounds like Oregon Trail. <laughs> It's, it's, it's nighttime choose. Uh, it kind of is. C tab. It kind of is, only there's much more like uh, melancholy, dramatic music. Uh, and it's, it's like oh, everything feels forlorn. Like mm. just. Uh, and then at one point towards the end of the game, uh, my guy, your guy starts moving slower. And it's because. He's very sad. Oh, one guy. They tell you you want you like read a dossier on him, and the guy who likes to sca- I think it's this either the cook or the scavenger is a smoker, and so I was scavenging the first night, and you come across all these things. You're like tobacco and paper, like. They go, oh, you could craft these into cigarettes. I'm like, I ain't, gonna, ain't nobody got time to smoke. It's the end of the world, man. And then, like, you can have booze. It's like, oh, it's a, it's a way to have a, to distract yourself, you sure. know? Yeah, that's and true. I was, and then they're that's like, true books, in reality, too. right? Books is fun. And I was like, oh, God, I got to get food, man. These guys yeah. are hungry and I need materials. So I'm getting all my. This is the the hierarchy of needs. You yeah. started at the base, which is food. Which those things are much higher. That evidently early civilized people were very sad. <laughs> and I well, think they didn't start with cigarettes. Uh, if no. you take away the top of the Guys, pyramid of Mars laws, if there's uh, a big war needs, and we yeah. lose all of our WalMarts, we are going to be dude. Very sad. Could you imagine all of us that are addicted to looking at our social media post-apocalyptic are going to be like, what am I supposed to do with my time? Yeah. I can't keep looking for crabs. I need to update my profile. (laughs) And it was funny because I found myself getting frustrated with the guys that they were sad because I'm like, this ain't such a bad life. Like you go out, you get some spam, you know, you cook a little something, but you got nothing to do. All you have to do is feed yourself and sleep and stay alive. Like that's pretty that much it. That sounds pretty dull. Yeah. I can see why they wanted books and tobacco. It sounds like a vacation. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why. Because it's infinitely worse. The quality of life is infinitely Absolutely. worse than mine. But as a guy playing the game. It almost sounds like prison, except yeah. for you have to work for your food. At least in prison, you just sit down <laughs> and they put it in front bring, of you. They have to bring you at least three. <laughs> so I figured out. So did out, you cheer them up? Did you get no, them No, because that's what happened. So I was, I was like acquiring food. And then what I, you everything. This is what I've learned about the new video game culture, and I was I was going to ask you about this, is that I feel like this is new, and I know we've talked a little bit about this before on the show, is that this idea that you just start a game, yeah. and by playing the game, you're going to learn how to play the game yeah. through trial and error, does not seem like the way things were when we were young. Absolutely not. Yeah, okay. Because I was kind of frustrated because... There's one key element to that from when we were kids versus now. Instruction manual. Exactly. No instruction manual. There are no instruction manuals. There's not manuals. even a box for this game because you can only get it on the PSN. You mm-hmm. can't go buy it at games. Yeah, and it's not like there's a screen where you're like, to play the game, yeah. go to www.html.readthis. <sighs> yeah. So what I, the first night I go out and they said, hey, uh, somebody attacked us and they took some of our stuff, but we're okay. Okay. We really should have a weapon. And so I was like, okay, this really is the three little pigs. And so anyway, so then I was like, all right. So then I realized, cause what I was doing was I was having one guy go out and scavenge. Yeah. Right. And then the other guy stayed, the other guy stayed back and slept so that Sensible. they would be awake. Yeah. So the guy would go get the stuff and then I would have him sleep during the day. Yeah. And then the other guys would build stuff in the house and everything. So yeah. I thought that was a solid plan. Turns out not so solid What? because one guy also has to stay up 
and stay guard. Sure. Oh, night. I see. Because you were sending two out to scavenge. One I know. Was I was sending one out to scavenge. One guy was sleeping. One guy was staying up all night. Oh, then why guard. wasn't that a good enough? How are because sometimes one guy isn't enough uh, to protect when they unless he's got a weapon, and then you give him a knife. And then it's enough. But then when he gets in a knife fight, he still gets hurt. Mm. Now you got to find a way to get this guy bandages. And everywhere you go, you need weapons to, or lockpicks to get into to get more like better stuff. And I am stressed out listening. It to is. This it's game. kind of a. It's and a, this was entertaining. I did. I enjoyed it. <laughs> I enjoyed it for a few hours, and then towards the end, the part that I I think has has made me lose interest is that when everybody got sad, and yeah. I was like, well. How am I going to fix sadness? Like I, I honestly, that does really sound like the the hierarchy of needs. Yeah. As those needs are being met, there are new needs that you need to to care for. And so are I'm there not, women in this universe? Not yet. Okay. Not as far as I'm aware. That's on the pyramid. There is a guy who comes like during the day, and he's very annoyed. It's very interesting in in post apocalyptic uh, world. Sales door to door salespeople are irritated at you. They're not in. They're not. Um, disingenuously friendly yeah, they're, yeah. they're the exact opposite they're like come on man i don't got all time all day for this buy like, it but you came to my door buy it yeah i got other houses to go and then to they, and then they have way unreasonable expectations for what you have on hand to be able to get like if i wanted to get like a can of beans from them they're yeah. like whoa that's pretty rare you better show me what you got i'm like <laughs> dude i've got like four broken two by four six nails and some shards of glass. Like, what do you want from me, man? And like, that stuff isn't interesting. I'll take the VCR. Yeah, I don't have it. Like, so anyway. It so was, what happened? Why is the world post-apocalyptic-y? They, they don't talk about they it. They just say this is war. Uh, and it. then there's like, and then so every night after you come back, it tells you what happened over the night. Like, mm-hmm. you go and you scavenge. That's yeah. part of the game. And then when you decide to leave the area, then it goes, and then it, you, you, it, it shows you coming back to back your house. Back. So you can only exist in your house during the day. Mm-hmm. And then you pick a specific location that you can go scavenge. This really I does think, sound like uh, Oregon Trail. I think what I should have done is maybe had two people scavenge at once, and I'm not realizing that until this conversation. Oh, here. really? Got like, it. especially early on, because you could tell the game is tiered where it's like, okay, so now the attacks, like the guys keep saying, like, listen, we really need some weapons because they're going to come back for yeah, more yeah, stuff. Yeah. Like, and they just keep saying that. Yeah. And then, and they like have these little talk bubbles that have like, uh, like kind of like Sims where they're just like, oh, my stomach is grumbling. I'm like, yeah, I know. <laughs> Do you see food? Like, gotta eat food. Stop eating the glass. So your question was that uh, you feel like games should be better explaining how to play them. No, or? I don't feel that. I th- like to me, it was more of like most things now in this show and in the gaming world is that I think it's just a sign of my age. Like uh-huh. I just feel like this is another example where I'm like, but. I'm mild, not angry at all, yeah. but just like kind of mildly irritated that I'm like, but you didn't, I, at no point do I even know how to do this. Mm. Like I'm, I'm set up to fail from jump. And maybe it's because I, like everybody else that's listening to the show right now is like, well, dude, you just try it for a little bit. And then when you figure out how it works, you stop and you restart and do it again. A counter theory. Okay. Uh, I think that there are instruction manuals. And and ways to know about how to know how to play the game. And it's through the social media presence, Twitch, uh, oh, your okay. Twitter, Twitter account, uh, press releases for it. You build interest in it before going in. So if you're in the know, you know, oh, I've heard the designers talk about this game. You got to do this, this and this. Yeah. It's the spoiler culture that we live in of of trailers giving you the entire movie to get you excited about it. And you've seen all the great parts already. I think the games might do that as well. Not for everybody, obviously, but, but 
there's still an assumption that you're going to download this game because somebody has played it and told you about oh, it. Oh, yeah. And they're going to be like, oh, it's so great. You know, you get to send these guys out. And you you got to know to take two guys out there at the beginning. Otherwise, you don't have enough stuff. It's so much fun. You're going to try it. And so there's a little germination. There's enough in your mind to be like, oh, I know I'm supposed to. Like, because of our conversations, I've always known that I needed to uh, send uh, my guy to sleep in Red Dead Redemption 2. I have never. It's only come to bite me once because I, I you complained about it and I was like oh I just have to I just go to sleep and I gotta I'm... manage my life better than Justin manages his cowboy's life <laughs> I, he got a lot of sleep don't get me wrong <laughs> that guy slept a lot I was more annoyed by the time it took that I had to go back and find a bed or something or I you never just lay on the floor. He's a cowboy. I know that you part I didn't do. Uh, here's you know it's funny this is the other part that I think about this thing is that the my observation of this this war of mine game yeah. is that this, this is all common sense, and that's yeah. also part of why I'm irritated. It's like, oh, well, no, duh. Like, I, I should be able to just figure these problems out. And I think it's part of the allure of the game is that now I'm I'm, I'm troubleshooting in a real, like, yeah. simulator yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. thing. Like, yeah. that's the intent that, of it. Absolutely, that's So fun. I think that's part of it. But, but to go back to the Red Dead Redemption 2 thing is that I'm such a homebody that I would <laughs> ride my horse across a land to get back to my bed. Uh, I'm not going to set up camp on some blanket somewhere <laughs> when I can go back to my bed. This is where I sleep. But they're cowboys. He I know. wants to do it. He I, likes it. Listen, I've never been a cowboy. It's always so sad when he's sitting there in his tent and it's just pouring right. rain and his horse is over there and I'm like, really? The poor horse? Does yeah. he really not We mind? can't get a tent for that horse? There's nothing like a blanket? The horse is going to run away. Like, yeah. this is dumb. You can't even put him under a tree. You know what I wish? This is both between the being very sad and feeling so, and then the horse in the rain and the cowboy and all that. I think that you know how they have gore settings, like you have a slide yes. for how much yeah, blood you yeah, want to yeah, see. Yeah, yeah. I think we should have a sadness set. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like how how like I I just so everybody knows I play video games to feel good and yeah. happy. So I don't need to feel bad for a digital horse sitting in the rain because yeah, yeah. I am a guy who will be like you. Like I'm just like Really, man? Like, wait, I can't horse. fix that for him. So, so you trigger a, a memory of the never-ending story, the original never-ending story. Atreus. Yeah, and do you remember the Swamp of Sadness in yes. that film? That movie, that part of that movie was like the most um, perplexing to me. More, more than the statues of the the angels with the boobs. <laughs> this movie was iconic. Uh, but there, you know, it was a European <laughs> film. Um, <laughs> Tell me more. But the the fact that there was so so, if you didn't watch it, which you probably haven't, if you're uh, younger than thirty five, uh, the the there's this magical realm, and they have to cut across the swamp of sadness, and he's got his horse, and it's just it's just sad there, and it forces you to think about sad things. And the more sad it gets, the more swampy yeah, it gets. It's harder to walk. It's harder to walk through the swamp. And so if you're sad, then you start to sink and die, which of course makes you sad that you're going to die, thus making it harder to walk through the swamp. And that was one of the most triggering, terrifying things. And I realize it's because it's like hopelessness. Mm -hmm. You just have this, the, it shouldn't be called the swamp of sadness. It's the swamp of hopelessness. And so as you said, like a, a slider of sadness, I was like, oh no, this is a terrible idea to like slide it all the way down to bottom of the swamp. No, <laughs> who would do that? No, the horse is going to die. 
<laughs> Who would do that unless that's what you want? You're I some think, kind of uh, masochist. I think there's lots of people that. Yeah, like, but that's not you. That's, that's what I'm saying. Me. It gives you the freedom. Yeah. And then I, so I slide it all the way over. Slide all the way over. And it's, it's all awesome. And, uh, It'd be really funny if Red Dead Redemption Cube. became like cartoony, like, yeah, like a little boy Roger cowboy? Rabbit. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would like to have some lemonade with you. <laughs> uh, oh, we're out of time. Uh, I was, uh, okay, we'll take a break and then uh, we'll come. I was going to talk about. Also, that I started playing Fortnite again with we my kids. Got to hear about Fortnite, and of course, tonight is the night, or today, whenever you're listening to this, that we reveal the winners of the 2019 Gamerland. Awards. Oh my gosh, I totally That's am happening. ruining. We should be doing that the whole time. Let's do that next. All right, and then you talk about Fortnite. Okay, bye. Lucky Land Casino asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Back to life. Back to reality. Back to life. Back to reality. To the 2020 2019 Gamerland Award. Oh, I'm so sorry. I should have had more of like a symphonic. Like, no, uh, this is good. All right, it's good. Your host, Justin Warshaw. Do we not have a host like the Oscars? Yeah, you just have to do some jokes now about games okay. and who's in the room. Go. Okay. Uh, hey guys, we got Mario here. You know it because <laughs> whenever he chucks, he goes, "It's a Mario." <laughs> That's true. That's me. Yeah, That's he does. Me. He, he does me. impressions like uh, that guy in our Discord. Discord. Sick of says, burn. Uh, also, don't pay no attention to the cardboard box. Uh, that's just uh, Solid Snake over there. Metal Gear Solid. That's my my reference. I'm not there. in a game anymore. Yeah, yeah, I know. I'm I know. an outdated character. <laughs> uh, let's see who else. Who else is here? Um, drawn a blank. Who else is here? <laughs> uh, you have the third string quarterback from uh, the Packers who made it. He's representing sports gamers. Nobody knows who his name is. Don't be sad, buddy. You look like a horse in Red Dead Redemption 2. You're fine. Oh, it's fine. It's okay. He's going to be fine, guys. He's going to be fine. Swamp of sadness. If you, anybody who plays franchise mode longer than five years, he's going to be the starting quarterback. He's going to have a great contract. Now, now be political. He's going to be. <laughs> talk, talk about the ethnic diversity okay. of the room. <laughs> All I can think about whenever you say ethnic diversity now is yeah. Ricky Gervais's brilliant joke about how they wouldn't do an immemorium at the Golden Globes because not enough black people died. That's 
all I can. Anytime somebody says ethnic diversity, that's wow. exactly what I think. You really turned that on. Where he too. says, he goes, not on my watch. <laughs> not going to do it. Gonna we'll do see it. how next year goes. <laughs> Gosh, it's so right. funny. He's great. It's so funny. All right, let's go on to the first award. All right. All right, tonight's first award at the 2019 Gamerland Awards is Best Mystery. Ooh. And now Justin will pontificate about games of mystery. Best Mystery game? Or here, do you want the, here the nominees first? All right. The nominees are Death Stranding. Ooh. Standing? Stranding. I think it's Stranding. That's the one with the guy from Norma, uh, Norma Wheelis or something from um, Walking Dead, isn't it? Words. Norman Reedus. Little Misfortunate. Fortune. Don't know that one. Blair Witch. Hypnospace Outlaw. Dark Pictures. Man of Midian. Resident Evil 2. Those are your six nominees. To, just as a reminder to everyone... That the categories and the nominees were all selected, and the winners were all selected by our listeners. Look at that. So the categories, yeah. who was nominated, okay. and who won, all from the citizens of Gamerland. This is the best democracy you could ask for. I love it. So they had to pick Death Stranding then. That's that's where you think it's at? Yeah, that's. I think that's... that's... Envelope, please. Okay, here it is. Do you have an envelope sign? I have... Uh, ooh, where did I put it? it? Envelope. I forgot that we were doing this. I have over here. I just have to find. I have. Let's see. That's that's a that's good, an envelope. I also I have, um, have post notes. But I have a. There was a drum roll here that I had at one point. Let's. Just, I'm just going to cycle through. Name dropper. Nope. Mm, no. Nope. Not it. <laughs> that's it. Uh, okay. None of these. None of these. Okay. Uh, yeah. There you go. That's good. Hello. Hello. Okay. Uh-oh. You really are cycling through. <laughs> Starting to feel that way. Ow! What that's, is happening? That's a record scratch. I didn't know I had that there. You've got mail. What's this? <laughs> a letter for me. Oh, there you go. All right. <laughs> and <laughs> that was the envelope. Yeah, that's it. The winner is Resident Evil Two. What? Look at that. I didn't even hear you say that name. That was the last one. Oh. And now to accept for Resident Evil 2, Justin Warsham. Hi, guys. Thanks so much. You know, a lot of people felt like we peaked at one. And how are we going to do a part two? And I just said, uh, we're going to do it. And this one goes out to uh, the beast zombie dog that jumps through the window. (laughs) You are my rock. You are my everything. Thank you. Yay! Clap, 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 clap. And now, for the next category, Justin Warsham. Oh, thank you. Hi, guys. (laughs) Hi. Uh, Do I? Is there a list that I'm supposed to? Oh no, I can do it. Sorry, Kevin Miller. (laughs) Our next category tonight. Did you send me this? And I have no idea. No, I saw my phone. Okay, good. (laughs) Our next category tonight is best RPG. Ooh. The nominees are. Bloodstained Ritual of the Night, Pokemon Sword and Shield, The Outer Worlds, Death Stranding, Borderlands 3, Deltrune. And the winner is. Oh, envelope, please. Okay, you've got mail. <laughs> 
the outer world. Accepting the award for Outer Worlds, Justin Warshaw. Hey, guys. um, Listen, a lot of people said that this game couldn't be made. They said that nobody cares about retro-themed beautiful worlds and uh, and shrink rays anymore. Mm. And I just want to say to those people, clearly you're wrong. Yeah! Thank you. Thank you so much. Why are you here? You were supposed to be asleep. I'm sorry. (laughs) This is Outer Worlds' first win and first domination. (laughs) It's disgusting. I don't want to talk about Up next. They should have won more. Kevin Miller. Hi. Welcome. Such Hi. an honor to be here. I am going to present to you the best remastered title. Remastered title? Mm-hmm. These are titles that were previously released and then later remastered. There is a deline- it! There is a delineation here between a remastered title and a remake of a game. Okay. So, so a remastered is not a remake. Yes. It's, so this would be like Ghostbusters would be an example would of a remastered. one of our nominees. It's literally today. called... Ghostbusters remastered. remastered. So a, a remake would be to take an older game and then clean it up or build new elements to it or build it from ground zero. A remastered game is to take a game and then pretty much port it over and boost up the uh, the polygons. Okay. So our nominees are Ghostbusters the video game. Oh, that's a good one. Metal Wolf Chaos XD. Respect. The Witcher 3. World of Warcraft Classic. Oh. Medieval. Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Did you vote for any of these? Did I you, did not. You didn't, didn't participate? And the winner is... Medieval! This is Medieval's first nomination and first win. I don't know. I'm not aware of this game. Are you aware of this game? Medieval yeah. Classic Game. Uh, it was actually in um, the uh, PlayStation All-Stars Battle Royale. Mm-hmm. He's a little skeleton guy, and he has armor and stuff, and he, he, he fights ghouls and things. Anyway, accepting the award for Medieval, Justin Warshaw. Thank you guys so much. Um, I, I, you know, we, we had to kill a lot of ghouls in this game, and um, I, you know, I'm supposed to stand up here in front of all of you, and I'm supposed to say that no ghouls were harmed <laughs> in this game, but I'm not going to lie. A lot of ghouls gave their life to make this game, and I think that all of their families and their children would say that this makes it worthwhile. Thank you. Thank you very much. We're very honored. Thank you. (laughs) Now presenting the award for Best Ongoing MMO, Kevin Miller. Hi, thank you. Well done. Uh, This is a very uh, important category, I think, in the life of games because it says that games are not only something that happens once but they are ongoing mm. here are the nominees What's for that? best ongoing mmo i'm really proud of that you should be was that on the fly that too? was on the fly that was that was that was dope delicious the nominees are the elder scrolls online oh world of warcraft guild wars 2 okay old runescape yeah final fantasy 14 aka final fantasy Star Wars Old Republic. There it is. <laughs> and the winner is... Guild Wars 2! Yeah! Look at that. That's what? the one. <laughs> I was going to say, if that one doesn't win on this show... You know, it, it was it was close. They don't announce that in most award shows, but it was very close. 
Uh, Guild Wars 2 was not doing well in the initial polls, but eventually came through and won. Uh, now accepting the award for Guild Wars 2, Justin Warsham. Guys, a lot of people feel like I shouldn't be up here accepting this award because I've never played this game. Uh, and here's where I want to tell you. You almost got a real spit take. That <laughs> almost happened. That you're wrong. <laughs> Not about me never playing this game, but that I shouldn't be up here. Because right now at home watching this, there's a kid who's never played a game either. Yeah. And, and I want you to know, I want that kid to know the dreams do come true. You can be up here giving an acceptance speech for a game that you've never played in the most respectful way possible, which I, is what I'm doing. We, we also have to thank our producers. We have to thank Jerry Javenshaw and yeah. Deborah Mouse, our agents, yeah. uh, the Academy. Everybody on and, my team and, uh, uh, over uh, at uh, Craft Gilmore's Services. And, and, oh, we're getting there. Oh, they're playing us off. Oh, no. Oh, that's not uh, right. Uh, and up next. <laughs> uh, up next. For best license game, Kevin Miller. Oh, uh, Kevin Miller. I'm a big fan of his. Hi, thanks. I like that guy. The uh, best license game is an important part of the gaming spectrum mm. because it it takes a certain type of designer to take uh, a new idea yep. and produce it into a game. But it takes a special kind of designer to take some other idea yeah, that's that already, already been, exists yeah. And turn it into a game. Well, that's hard because then you have to be creative inside a box. That's right. And game developers don't like boxes. Nope. They live outside the button. They live outside the button. The nominees for, for best license game <laughs> are Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Ooh. Ghostbusters, the video game. Oh, could get a sweep. Kingdom Hearts, I, I, I. Boo. Madden NFL 220. Madden NFL 20. Ooh, interesting. That's a license game. Yeah. Warhammer Chaos Bane. Warhammer? Oh, from the, the tabletop game? Uh, yeah. Okay. Harry Potter Wizards Unite, our only mobile game nominee. Oh. Have you played the, this Harry Potter I do. Game? I have it on my phone right okay, now. Okay, all right. That's all right. All right. Uh, and the winner is... As if you had to ask. Star Wars Jedi yeah. Fallen Order! Look at that. Now accepting the award for best uh, licensed game, Justin Warsham. Hey, guys. A lot of people have said that you can't make a Star Wars game after Force Unleashed. Ooh. And I'm here to tell you that you're right. Because Force Unleashed wasn't a Star Wars game. And what we wanted to do at Jedi Fallen Order is we wanted to make a Star Wars game. Okay? Mm. Uh, so I feel like that's what we did. I feel like uh, we achieved that. Um, and I think all of that is due mostly to uh, my two daughters at home, uh, <laughs> Michaela and Samantha. You guys are supposed to be in bed, okay? But daddy's coming home, and I'm, I'm bringing this with me. All right. Thank you, guys. Thank you, everybody. Thank you. And now an immemorium of people who have died this year that are no longer with us. Read to you by Justin Warsham. Guys, um, we've lost a lot of people um, this year. Um, some of you may remember Pedestrian 3. Grand Theft Auto. Uh, 
tragically lost with a motorcycle clipped him while he was coming out of a Froyo shop at about some say 102. I think once you get into three digits, does it really matter? Um, we also lost. <clears throat> this one gets me because it's a little close to home. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this year we lost the PlayStation 3. Mm. And uh, we had a lot of memories with it. Um, there's also going to be a lot of QA testers that nobody really knows who their names are or, or what care. they do. Or but care. Not yeah. really care. Yeah. But, I mean, we use that to pad out to fill out the two minutes of yeah. immemorial that we have. Um, but I want to end on a positive note because we're going to move the slider of emotion down. And you know what we haven't lost, guys, is our ambition and our love for gaming. And that is what's going to keep the memory of these fantastic people who gave their lives for something that we enjoy going strong and, and carry it on and, and turn it from just a memory into a legacy is, uh, is our love for video gaming and, and, and our distaste for vitamin D and desire to be a shut in um, because, you know, we just want to, we just want to get that platinum and, and go out there and, and get a platinum for pedestrian number three. Brought to you by KFC. The Gamerland 2019 awards will continue. Couple of awards left on the block. Best game to damage your wallet and best snubs of 2018. And now, here to present the award for best games to damage your wallet, Kevin Miller. Oh my gosh, I love that guy. He's good. Man, they got a lot of really good presenters here. It's a, uh, I can't wait for LL Cool J to come out. <laughs> he died. He Did, presents it everything. He was in the... Uh, he was in the memorial. Oh, no, really? Uh, you kind of skipped over that part. Oh, my bad. Uh, so <laughs> our wallets are very important to they us. They are. They help us buy games. But there are some games out there that say, you know what? The price of the game isn't enough. We want more of your money. I love this category. That's what best game to damage your wallet is. I love it. It's all about my money. <laughs> the nominees are WWE 2K20. What? That takes your money? Apparently. Oh. Fortnite. My son has that. My son has that. <laughs> the Outer Worlds. And it's at this point that I think some people misunderstood this category. And we're just nominating games that they wish they hadn't purchased. Oh. But, <laughs> but Outer Worlds is on here as well. Unless there is a way to... Wait, Wait, is Outer Worlds? I thought everybody loved this game. Exactly, but it was nominated. Does it? Does it have in-game purchase? Even? I have not encountered an in-game purchase. Ooh, but that's interesting. Going on. All right. Apex Legends. Yeah, same as Fortnite, but Path of Exile. Not. Don't know that one. League of. I hope it doesn't win. <laughs> How are you going to accept this? Beat? That's a good point. League of Legends. Okay, you know that game. I do. And the winner of the best game oh, to damage your beautiful. wallet. This is Fortnite's first win, but they have so much money they could give a crap. Here to accept the award for best game to damage your wallet, Justin Warsham. Hi, guys. I would love to get up here and do some kind of satirical um, acceptance speech of Fortnite, but because of the massive amount of wallet crushing they've done, um, they're watching us everywhere. Um, so the only thing I could say is that, you know, here's to all my sweats out there cranking nineties and one by ones, you know, cracking dudes, knocking dudes, uh, you know, just, just go out there and do everything you can to not be a bot. You know what I mean? 
Thank you, Justin Warsham. <laughs> On to our final award of the evening. I'm very proud of this category that our uh, our uh, Gamerland citizens suggested. Most game or most award shows have best in show, right? Yeah, yeah. Like best picture, best g- game of the year, whatever it's going to be. We flip that upside down. Flip and the scripts, huh? Instead of focusing on the best of this year, we are focusing on the best snub of 2018. The best snub. So this is a game that in 2019 did not get the des- the love that it deserved yeah. for, for existing in 2018. So we're Extremely making, underrated, yeah? Exactly. So we're okay. making up for it. Okay. Um, in the Grammys, this happened to Santa Ana. Do you remember that guy? Yes. So he didn't get any I Grammys. I think he also prefers to be called Santana. Santana. Yeah. Santa Ana is a Santa place. Santa Ana is a place of wind and, and an airport. <laughs> and then he made an album in like 2005 and he got every award yeah. because he came back after 20 Smooth. years and never won it. Yeah, and they're like, he's like, he's just standing up there with piles of Grammys for like technical, best mic yeah. usage, like a, best album cover. And like he's like, just make a wish. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Let's give Santa Ana his win. So this is Best Snubs of 2018. Your nominees are Frostpunk, Spider-Man, Tetris Effect, A Way Out, Mega Man 11, Sea of Thieves. And the winner is... Oh, boy. For getting it right the second time, the award goes to Spider-Man! Good for you. This is Spider-Man's first award because they got snubbed the previous year. Here to accept the award, Justin Warsham. Hey, guys. um, A lot of people said that you can't keep making a game about a character swinging through the streets of New York. And the reason why we made Spider-Man is because we felt like it had been done 15 times before. (laughs) And so we were like, guys, let's just do it again. And then Tom in level design was like, but it's already been done 15 times. And we were like, shut up, Tom. Yeah. Because this time we're going to have all of the sinister seven. Yeah. That's what we're going to do. That's well done. And, um, and so we did that. And then they were like, the game is too good. So we put Tom on designing the Mary Jane levels. So that's what he did. And that was his penance. He had to find a way to work Mary Jane in as a playable character because you know what you want to do when you're playing a a being with superhuman powers is you want to play a chick in a ponytail sneaking around boxes with a camera and a rock Mm -hmm. to throw stuff to distract guys. That's what you want to play. By far the worst part of that game. Oh my God. It should have gotten snubbed in 2018. Oh my God. That probably is why. It probably would have been the best game ever. Yeah. It's uh, like, Congratulations, Spider-Man, you. I mean, for you. your come up and I, I know it sounded like I wasn't saying thank you, but I mean, thank you. Full disclosure, <laughs> yeah. I'm like three and a half shots in right now. We're Whoa. now going to go uh, live globes all of a sudden. to the uh, after party where oh, everybody's no, three an and a half shots party? win, and uh, we're going to find it. No, that's when you turn it off. That's when you, you don't need to see them. Getting their names engraved into the thing. Oh, okay. What's your favorite award show? You like Golden Globes now? I think I do. No. I think it's a. Uh, I like Golden Globes. Not. I. The only thing I've ever liked about the award shows is the monologues. Mm-hmm. Like that's. Yeah, they're great. That's it. So I would go Oscars. Yeah. I would go. Um, it's the gold standard. Golden for Globes. Shows. The. I mean, honestly, as funny as he was, I felt like this year was the funniest he's ever done it. Yeah. I could go without the like trying to make everybody feel bad for being a celebrity. 
you know, that the I Golden the like part. Ricky Gervais does at the Golden Globes. Like, I don't know why. I just, I don't yeah, know. you don't need to be terrible. But I do like again, like I totally agree with his point about like, listen, don't don't talk about your politics. Just get up here, thank yeah. your God, and move on. Like <laughs> nobody cares. Never, you don't know what it's like to live a real life. <laughs> like, oh my God. That's probably the thrust of his whole point. Oh my gosh, it was, was so good. funny. It was so there are a lot of gaming awards you? I looked up. I like the Oscars. I've always enjoyed the Oscars. Uh, after when I moved to LA, I just heard so many people talk about them that I was like, oh, this is like. This is our community's thing. And it's true in the way that when we lived up in the Bay Area, if I tracked what the Niners and Raiders were doing, I could have conversations with people. In L.A., if you track what's happening with the Oscars, you have miles and miles of conversation to, mm. to go off of. That's interesting. That's what I found. That in traffic. <laughs> <laughs> you hear what they're doing to the 405? What? No, they're doing it again? Oh, we've been recording, right? Come again. Okay, <laughs> We would not do it again. i just read the answers. <laughs> when we come back, Tales from Tyria and uh, uh, Fables from Fortnite. Fables from Fortnite. <laughs> oh, get it ready. Here it comes. <laughs> and now it is time. And Fables from Fortnite. <laughs> Man, reverb is the coolest thing it ever. It just makes you feel makes like everything better. So good. I just need reverb all the time. Great times in the world of Tyria. The Ice Brood Saga uh, released its second uh, chapter. Is that what happened? After our last episode, I felt like you were like, I got to go because I'm yes. going to go do this now. I, I, I remember that being what happened. So they finally released after X amount of weeks, months, uh, chapter two. So we've had an epilogue or a prologue rather, uh, then episode one, episode two. And so I understand now why they wanted to call this an ice brood saga. In the previous years, we've had season one, season two, season three, season four. And then this is technically season five, but they've, they've called it the ice brood saga. And they kind of say, we're going to change some things up again. And I think what the biggest shift so far is that, um, in previous seasons three and four, every episode included a brand new map, its own self-contained map that you would uh, launch into. And it would have its own kind of like rules within it and its own unique enemies and its own collection to go off of. And that was really really fun sort of like an add-on but just for that one level so now in the ice brood saga the map is expanding so in episode one there was like half a map essentially there was plenty to do and i never felt like i was playing half a map but now episode two is dropped uh for the for the thing and this in the west half of the map is there there's a new loading point so when you see the first part of the map do you know that there's more coming or it just you, looks like you, a whole thing and then you all don't sudden, know all the crap it's big yeah so the map that what's great about guild wars is when you first like brand new for first time you play it you can zoom out and you see this gorgeously painted 
map that looks like uh, like a very large brush strokes, like ocean here, ground here. Then as you discover areas on the map, they become much more defined. Mm. Uh, so then you can zoom in, and the, the paint now is like a hard sketch. and, and it, Pencil, maybe. Yeah, exactly, but it is lots of detail. So that's a really fun part of the game, and what's been neat since they've started adding expansions is there were areas of the map where there was nothing there originally, so they just sort of painted something to give a texture, and now they've had to look at that paint and be like, well, that we want to put a map here, so it kind of has to do that. <laughs> there was a swath here, so we know that there's a thing that goes <laughs> through this map, and sometimes they cheat, but a lot of times they're pretty accurate, like, well, we said that there's like a crest here, even though you know it was done seven years ago, and they just had one illustrator do it. And I was like, well, we know there's a valley here, and then they can get in and make it really detailed. So what's unique about this is that originally half of the map was still in in fog of war uh heavy painted illustration and now if you were to log in today you will see both halves of the map so it never will go back to that stage where half of the map is locked out from you uh and so it was really fun as soon as you log in uh it's like oh story mode happens okay do the thing to get there you have to break through this ice wall so half of the map was originally separated with a giant ice cavern and you do a thing to break through and now you're on to the other side of this ridge and that opens up the rest of the thing a new map into a new half of the same map why this is so great is because when the when the maps were being released one at a time they would atrophy so if episode one came out everybody's just all over episode one and everybody's on this map and then episode two comes out and there are less people back on episodes one map by the time you get to episode six no one's back on episode one but if we just keep growing this map, it keeps all of our resources, all of the humans on the same map playing the same thing. And there are events that happen on the east side of the map from the first part of the episode. And now events happening on the west side of the map. So that's actually possible if they keep expanding this map, there just always will be something to do on this one map. It'll just roll event into a next event and next event. I don't know if they're going to add a south part or something or, or make a new map. But in this stage, I'm really enjoying that part of it. Just to have the new map. To have like more of the map. More of Does it okay. make sense? Like, uh, yeah. Because we're still, what was happening before is once you were done with a map, you weren't, you had very little reason to go back to it. Now we're just expanding the map. So the zone is, is doubled in size. Once you leave, so that's an important But there's detail. still stuff going on in the first part. In the first I part. See, yeah. So in, once you, in, in this MMORPG, like most, once you leave a map, you no longer communicate with people on that map. On that map. If you're in the map, you can talk to everybody. We can all coordinate, hey, who's doing well? Let's get everybody in. Let's get more stuff here. So there might be, so if a map is, a, is the area, yeah. right, there would be missions that happen near the same part where yep. missions that happened in the first episode yep. in that same part of the map. So because you're still traveling in the same zone, yep. you're going to bump into people, but are you bumping into people that are still working on the first episode? Some some of the details, yeah, and it kind of all builds on each other, so there are collections to get, and because I'm still working on the same map, uh, I have, like, it, it's still accounting for the same thing. I don't feel like I have to go back to the other map. I'm on the same map. And then the thing that's been really fun is that they've added these, like, treasure hunt elements on it. So there have been items all over the map. Uh, for example, a broken 
torch. Like they just have these torches that are been tilted sitting all over the map or uh, idols to the, to the dragon that we're supposed to be defeating. They've just been decor. When episode two came out on the same map, they're now things that I interact with. Oh. So I go around now and destroy those idols. They'd, they'd always been there, but now I can do now something with them. The and there's like a, a treasure hunt from them. I don't know where they are. They could be anywhere. And it's actually a step in the campaign. It's just like go and find them and destroy them. And unlike normally in these sort of games, there's a little star like yeah, they're yeah, here, yeah, here, yeah. here, 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 because it's a treasure hunt and you can get a bunch of them. They don't tell you. So it's just like you got to search everywhere. Go figure it out, man. Here's go a map. Low. Yep. Go, gonna be go do it in the last place you look. Uh, and that's. Uh, so Where true. So is, true. So it's been is. a lot of fun. Uh, it's been good to get back into it. The it takes a lot longer to uh, move up in the ranks. So now the highest mastery is three thirteen. Uh, you start at if you had maxed out your masteries. <laughs> Like I did. Uh, <laughs> I walked in as a 303. I'm only now a 307. That's so why I have two like legendaries, man. It's true. It's true. <laughs> so I got a lot of work to do. 309, then 311, then 313. We'll see how deep into it I get by the next time we record. I think you'll be at 313. I don't know. It's a I lot do. of work. A I have faith in you even if you don't. Well, I'll have lots to talk about. Tell me more about fables from <laughs> Fortnite. <laughs> oh, it's only on yours. Um, um, here, here you go. No, no, I can just do this. Now, now it's on mine. Uh, so the, the difference is, is that in my segment, I don't do the intro in at Reverb. I do the whole segment. This is going to be awesome. It's going to be epic. Reverb makes up the thing. I feel like we're in a bathroom. Yeah, that's where we have to do it because Fortnite is a toilet of a game. That takes your money. Anyway, um, I was the I was the drips. The drips in it, the background. It only works with the reverb on because it sounds like this now. <laughs> it just <laughs> not the same. Can I do it? Anyway, yeah, yeah, it's better. It's good. <laughs> so uh, I, I've been having this difficulty, and I know I tested this a little bit because I feel like we've talked about it here on the show. Where it's like my kids, they like to play Fortnite. They're getting a little older. Like like they're all. I'm not. They're not all up in my mix. Yeah, they're you know, thirty and thirty five. Right. Yeah. So it's like. Geez, how do I connect with these guys that are now middle aged, surprisingly six years younger than me? Uh, which you think would be easier, but it's not because I birthed them. Uh, so one of the ideas I had was I I was like, you know what? I'm I'll I'll play Fortnite. Like mm. I'll play Fortnite with them. So I logged in and then uh, and they said, oh, "Are you going to play with us?" And I said, "Yeah, sure." So like, okay. And so they for, set up for those who have forgotten, your home has three PlayStations. Yes, three men, three boys. Yep, three, three PlayStation, three males is the three word. Three males. Yep. And what does your wife do when you're all playstationing? She's working, paying for the electricity that powers them. I think. <laughs> anyway. So she she is usually she's in the back here or sitting at the dining room table working doing work. So I was I was playing with them and it, it started with me and Jack and they go into like a creative where you yep. can kind of make your own map and stuff and then we're playing and it was weird because actually what I was playing with was Jack and then one of my older son's friends who happened to be at home so he joins in and my son was at like a rehearsal at the school. Mm. So I'm playing with them and it's going fine like I'm okay but I'm I'm learning a lot I'm not very good at it. But it's the lingo. So when I did the acceptance speech, I'm sure a lot of the people who have played Fortnite maybe are familiar with a lot of those words. But I, I, when I was a kid, my dad only had like, I would say like, dude, blah, 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 blah. And he'd be like, he would always do a slow turn at me and go, I'm not dude. 
Oh, wow. Dad. Yeah, really? Like he would get, he would be like, knock it off. Wow. And so I was, there was that age where I was like, oh, like this is yeah, like I, it's the rebellious part. And, and then I listened to gangster rap for a little bit. And then one, it's so funny. To be controversial? Not even. I just liked it. Oh, and right. then at one point, this is how not to be controversial it was. It's like one time we're having dinner and I never asked to do this. I'm like, hey, can I play my tape? Yeah. <laughs> well, and then my parents were like, what? I go, can we play tape while I listen to just some music? And they were like, oh, all right. And it was like, you know, bitch this. And like, it was. What what possessed you? I don't to know. To ask to play that. I don't know. How old were you? I was probably 11 or 12 about Jacob's age. This is crazy. Talk. And so my dad was like, this is what you listen to. <laughs> I go, yeah. And he goes, turn that crap off. Well, he didn't say crap. <laughs> and, uh, and, when, and then I had this whole lecture of like, he goes, you can't listen to this stuff. And it was fascinating because your dad was pretty hands on about controlling your. He was no, he was he was hands off. Hands off is what I. Yeah, meant to yeah. Say. So he was, and he, but his thing was, I go what, like, because I used to listen to Eddie Murphy. Yeah, and I go, I listen to Eddie Murphy, and he cursed all the time, and I was way younger. He goes, that's different, and I go, how is it different? He goes, because it's not the language that I have a problem with. He said, mm. he goes, it's the culture, mm. and I go, and I was like, I thought he was like being racist for a second. I go, Wait a minute, and he goes, he said, you can't talk about women in that derogatory fashion. Oh, well, he goes, it's, cool. a t- it's incredibly disrespectful. Yeah. He said, you can't grow up in this house and think that it's okay for uh, to celebrate people being that derogatory towards women. Like wow. it's not, it's not okay. That's cool. And so, uh, he took the tape and then I immediately had to have a friend make another copy. So I could <laughs> cause it was tapes. It. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I, and I remember listening to it a lot while I did my paper out trying to figure out like, What's the problem? Because a lot of it was sexual, and I didn't quite understand it even ah, at that sure, age. Sure, sure. And I was like, "What's so derogatory?" I wonder what blah 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 blah. And so I and well, you didn't have Google, yeah. So you had no way of knowing. No, what I couldn't just type in the lyrics yeah. and I go, "Oh, let's figure this out." <laughs> so uh, anyway, um, the dictionary didn't have it either. My sons uh, will come out and they're like, "Oh, I'm sweating so much," and I'm like, "Sweating? What are you talking about?" And and they talk about cranking nineties and one by ones and like, oh, he's being such a bot and like, oh, I cracked him, I cracked him, he st- knocked him, knocked him. Oh, this is like the stuff that CSI episodes are yes. made out of. So <laughs> just youth saying words that mean nothing. Ah, burn so America! I get in the game and one and uh, and they go, Dad, can you crank nineties? And I was like, absolutely, I crank nineties all day. And they just think it's <laughs> hilarious that I say the lingo that they say because yeah, yeah, yeah. I tell them my wife, I go. I don't know why, but it drives me nuts to hear them say these stupid words. Crank 90s. It crank 90s and one by ones, and they act like it's a cool thing. Like, Let's play a game. Give me the terms, and I'm going to figure out what they mean. So a crank 90. No, so, you, you have to tell me, and then I have to guess what it means. Oh, okay. okay. Like, crank, so crank 90. Crank 90 is a term. Okay, use it, use it in a sentence. You so uh, we, were, we were going through we, uh, Loot Lake, and then somebody came up on us, and I had to crank 90s. I assume it's uh, you have to build a wall, a 90 degree wall to protect yourself. So, and I could be wrong, yeah. but cranking 90s is basically building a flat up. So you have the flat upright wall, yeah. you have the floor, yeah. and then you have a ramp, and then you have the roof, which is like a little diamond shape yeah, that pretty okay. much nobody uses. <laughs> um, and so cranking 90s, yeah. And then the thing that I learned, though, after I played the game a couple times, is that in Fortnite, you hit a button to bring up the build option. And if you hold down the shoot button and just turn... It'll it'll just keep building oh, walls. It cranks time. ninety. It cranks uh, ninety. So what you do is when you get shot, yeah. what we would do whenever we were playing a shooter, you get shot, and you immediately try to look for cover, 
or run. Right. Yeah. 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 Here, because, and I know, I realized it when I'm playing the game is that the Fortnite characters don't move very fast. They're not supposed to. And so, because the building is the, is the key to survival. So you have to crank 90s. That's why I died yeah. the one time I played it. Okay. Give me another one. So, um, they go, uh, so let's see. I was, uh, I'm doing some trios and we come into, uh, the, I, I don't know all the terms of the land. So I'm sorry. So we come sure. into the farm, par- uh, place. And uh, and those guys, they were bots, total bots. Uh, I, I assume it means that they were easy to kill. They're like fish in a mm-hmm. barrel. Yeah. But why would that be a bot? So because like, Fortnite introduced to pad out some of the servers, uh, if you didn't have enough, they would drop in uh, AI characters that would be like, would just do crazy nonsensical things that made no sense. Build, build ladders to yeah, nowhere. Like you'd be running around and there would just be like a ramp. Built and they'd be like, "Oh, a bot did that." Oh, funny, funny! And then people would have videos of like a bot running and would randomly do this stuff, like it was mimicking a person. That's fun. But the, uh, and what's the, so, so fish in a barrel? You fish in a barrel is right. Got so it, bot yeah. means you suck, but yeah. it's also like it's noob. Noob yeah. is you call noob somebody is, a bot as an insult. You're you're a bot. You're a oh, bot. That's interesting. Uh, let's see what's this another is the one? game that kicks somebody out for using a cheat. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and they put their own bots in. So they, uh, what's another one? Or so, one by so after one. we killed all those bots, uh-huh. uh, we go, we quickly move on. We're feeling good. And we come up on these three guys and they were sweats, man. They were, they were uh, see, crazy sweats. This is the one I don't know. Uh, they scare you, uh, is my guess. Yeah. Because they're, they're so tough. So when you, you ask somebody like, so are you a sweat? Do you sweat? Do you sweat or you are you both, a sweat? Okay. Both of them are actual legit questions. Yeah, yeah. And one, what it basically means is that in Fortnite, you get into a build battle where you're yeah. building, you're putting up walls and you're all like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you're all over each ah. other. And the YouTubers, I guess, is my understanding is that's the etymology of this phrase is that they, they, you would play and your hands would start to sweat because you were playing so hard or you would sweat. So they called it a sweat building and then eventually sweats, sweat building Got it. shortened down to where if you were a sweat. So if you could build really fast and well, it's a, you call yourself a sweat. So uh, like you'll get on Fortnite. They're like, are you a sweat? And you'd say, uh, yeah, I'm all right. Or yeah, yeah, I'm a sweat. Yeah. yeah. Like it's a uh, see, I thought it was like a skin, like a Ooh. scary skin. And it makes you sweat. Oh, no, no you're so it scary. means you're good. Like, are you uh, a sweat? Because you sweat. Um, like, so yeah, effort. Do you even sweat, bro? Do you even sweat, bro? Yeah. <laughs> so we were, we were playing. Uh, so I was in a solos match. So it's just me. I've got it down to final three. And uh, so then we're in the final storm circle. It's, it's zeroing in on us. And we come in on this hillside and I start cranking 90s because he's shooting at me. And then he just goes, boom, one by ones. Just boom, boom on top of each other. It's planks. It's like planks to protect yourself. Nope. So sort of actually. Yeah, sort of. So a one by one is you take, you crank nineties to make a box yeah. and then you put um, a ramp in the middle of it. Uh-huh. So what it does is it builds a wall and four sides and the ability to climb up and peek just over oh, the top okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. of it. And so there's a way that you can PC guys actually have an advantage to do this because they could build a ramp and they have keystrokes. So oh, sure. on the, on the, the consoles you have to hit trigger buttons to change in between the different types of builds you can have. Whereas on the PC, you can have like one, two, three, four keys, and one yeah. is the floor, two is a wall, yeah. or a 90, always, three is a ramp. Always better because you know there's I mean? so many more keys. Yeah. And so you could just literally go, and you have a sequence that you've mm-hmm. memorized 
and you could customize your commands, yeah. and so you can Those you are could called do hot these. Keys. Yeah, you could do the one by ones, and you uh, could build like a ramp of one by ones. Ah, go cool. all the way at top. I think I nailed all the terms that I've at least learned so far. I think far. I got about half of those right. This is great. I really feel like we're doing a service to the young people to listen to the show <laughs> to, to give them something to laugh at <laughs> as right? these people in their forties try to decipher their culture. And I'm trying to get to a point where I like the game. I still like. Good luck. Yeah, that game is garbage. It's, and listen, I'm not old. I play games all the time. That game won steal your wallet yeah. for a reason because it's just set there to like build skins and be silly. And I don't listen. We talk about a lot that I don't want to come on here and be like a negative Nelly. Like that was probably the meanest thing I've ever said about true. Any game like on this yeah, show. <laughs> and, I, and I don't. Th- but it doesn't. Here's the thing: is that I think what they have done better than build a good game is they've built a good culture. Absolutely. They've yeah, there's really a community done, of yes. people that love it. Because if you're developing, better than like... It's beyond a community. Yeah. There is an entire demographic. Like, yeah. there is a... there is. It's not like... I don't... I'm sure that there are people in their 30s that play it and like it. But sure. it is more for like that, that young yeah. preteen kid. And as that preteen kid goes, they've built a system where the game is evolving yeah. at a steady enough pace that it doesn't get stagnant. Right. So right and it's now, exciting for them and it gives them reason to come they've back. They basically wipe the map clean and yeah. they come out with these episodes that change. So they, this is like Call of Duty meets, meets Guild Wars 2 to yeah. a certain extent. Absolutely. Well, it, it is what we were saying before about uh, the Oscars or the language of LA for, it's their water cooler conversation. Oh, yeah. What's happening in, in Fortnite? For us, it was, uh, you, you know, whatever Saturday after or uh, yeah, Saturday morning cartoon. Right. Or, or after school. Like I remember when Mario Brothers came out and then Friday, there was a link episode and it was like all anybody talked about Monday was are the rest of the show link what happens now I don't understand this is unprecedented wasn't it like what was it the magazine Nintendo Power or something was that the name of the magazine Uh yeah so, so, yeah, so I played the game. I immediately bought the Battle Pass. And oh. the, to add to the humor of my stupidity in my old age, it's about 25 bucks to get yeah. the Battle Pass. So I bought it uh, because I thought it would be... I wanted to I wanted to try to do the things that they do to see if I could understand why mm. they think it's so cool. And so I did it, and, uh, and then immediately uh, they were talking about how uh, Thursday the new Battle Pass comes out. So I spent $25. <laughs> For what is essentially four days. And then it's all useless. You jump. I was stupid. I was so stupid. That you're like, that I was felt your like they kids. just bought it. I felt like they just bought it. So I thought they I didn't had tell you new no, battle pass. I got a jerks. new I got new skins. And there is a part where it's like it unlocks. I don't sweat. I don't. <laughs> it's so funny. So now they wanted to do they played a creative mode where it was us against them, and it's like this blank thing, and you build. And so it's like them building up and me running around with like just a box around me, but they could just shoot right down into my box. Sure, yeah, yeah. And I kill them every once in a while. Uh, the thing that's frustrating about Fortnite for me is that you could build this huge tower, but if I shoot the platform that started the ground, yeah. everything falls down. Oh, it does. Yeah. Oh, okay. Physics don't necessarily apply, but that is part of the that's physics that whatever starts at the ground and you have to build. So you'd have to build structures around that that support it from yeah, different sure, angles sure, sure. in order for it to all not fall apart. That's but cool. that just takes so much time and you have to harvest all of these materials. Right. Oh, they call them mats. That's another term. So you can't we say materials, you say mats. You so, say mats yeah. there's, so anyway, my kids were just killing me and yep. they thought it was so much fun because I couldn't, I literally couldn't do anything. But then what's great about it is because they think that, that this is the first game to have a gun where you have to shoot a target, I guess, <laughs> because 
I can't fight them in a battle. Like, right, right, like right. I can't rush them. Right. But if they're out there, they've got a sniper rifle, and I could kill them because they're so predictable with their movement. With the jumps, yeah. And in these creative modes, you have a tag above your name, Even like better. where your character is. So yeah. you, I see their movements, yeah. and I know human behavior, so I could tell when they're coming. So when they would start to like come up. Do they even try to serpentine no. or anything? They're just coming at you, jumping. So they would just kind of bounce up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I could time it to where I would shoot it. And what's great about Fortnite, too, is that it has on the scope, just like a scope on an actual rifle, these like little crosshairs that below the main crosshair. Sure. It's because you could drop shoot somebody. Mm. So you can, if you know you're a certain distance away, you hit them to like the second line or just past the second line below the crosshairs and the bullet arcs and lands because on them like dropping a bomb pass yeah. in football. So I would hit them for with a sniper to kill them and they'd be like, what? Like they would be dumbfounded that their father could do you, kill do them. Do you crack 90? Uh, yeah. One by one. Uh, where are your bats? And so, so then they would, their friends would join and they would be like, you know, you got to watch out for my dad. He's, he's actually pretty good at aiming. <laughs> Thanks kids. Yeah. Thanks. And see, I think that's interesting because I was going to say compared to like overwatch, which was clearly blizzard looking at the, the, uh, the world of video games and going, well, esports is an area that we're, we've kind of developed let's really lean into this let's build this thing and it does well but it doesn't have the same sort of sincerity and fervor that Fortnite does and i think that's because Fortnite was reasonably sincere it was like we're going to take these elements we're going to yeah. take these elements we like this game we love this game we're going to put this game out and it and it so happened to catch fire whereas like to make this comparison overwatch was like a boardroom of people going yeah. what sells it felt corporate yeah exactly yeah. and it and it does well and it's a solid game and all that's very true so many things about Fortnite though were things that had never been done before like yeah. I think the cartoon kind of element yeah. of it and the shooter, but the building. Yeah. I mean, the building. I, the building I, was from another game. There was some other oh, games really? that had done that. Oh, okay. Yeah, but not to the success. Not that the integration that Fortnite has been able to. And pull then what off. about the idea of like you just drop in and you got nothing? I don't know of any. Games I felt like, like that. that had never done. And then what happened is like Call of Duty has what they call a battle royale, yeah. and that's what you do now. You just drop into an area and you got to go collect your guns. And that's pretty. Cool. And get them as fast as you can, that's and then go concept. after the. After the guy. So, yeah. So, long story short, which too late, but the we're playing. If you don't like long kids stories, love it. why are you listening to this podcast? You should never, ever, ever, ever. hear the sound of my voice because that's all I know how to do. <laughs> Talk for But they, my sons are, uh, they, they get very excited. Uh, they ask me after school, like, oh, that's great. do you want to play? Like, can you play right now? And I'll be like, oh, I can't play, or I'll, I can play a couple matches real quick. And, oh, that's great. But then I found out that they, this is, I'll end with this, is that, so they play... They wanted to do this creative mode, which was no fun. I said, honestly, I go, listen, I'll keep playing because I love you guys. I go, but I just don't see how this is fun for me. And they're like, well, what do you mean? I'm like, well, I, I can't do anything. And they yeah. go, well, you have to build. I'm like, right, but how do I even learn to build? Like, you guys are operating at such a higher level yeah, that yeah, yeah. it's, I don't even know. And they're like, well, you have to practice. And I'm like, when do I have time to practice? Like, I barely <laughs> have time to do this. Like, so I, but I go, I like the game. When we would play the game, that's mm. fun. Like getting it. So they go, oh, well, we could do trios. So they had squads, which is four people. You have duos, obviously two. And then you have the solos. And they added a game uh, mode of trios. So you can get three people together. We went out and did that. And I was like, oh, this is great. And my older son goes, hey, make dad the party leader. And I had no idea why. Yeah. Well, it's because... 
Sierra Garana. They believe, and I don't know if it's true, the matchmaking is based on who the party leader is. Mm. So just like when we would play Destiny and your friend was like level 24 when we started, yeah, yeah. you just come and just blow everything yeah, up. Yeah, and we're level and we one. Just, we're just like, boo, 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 just follow him. <laughs> I have a gun too. <laughs> exactly. So what they do is they they bring me in because in, the, the, in theory, the players aren't as good as they are. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. haven't ranked up as much. But the part that makes me laugh is that I'm running around, right? So they're doing their thing. And then they go, dad, dad, here, here. And then they like build a box to keep me alive. Like I'm baby Yoda. That's amazing. So they want just stay back here. Stay back here so we can protect you or whatever. And you're like, and I'll be like, no, no, I want to, I want to play the game. Right, I want right. to, I'm going to, I know I'm how to fine. shoot. Remember, I'm I know how to at, shoot. I'm pretty good at aiming. <laughs> so and then they'll be like talking and, and, the, and then everything. And I'll be going collecting mats. And it's so funny because they'll just be sitting there going, wait, and we're all on headsets, even yeah. though we're in the house. And you just hear them go. Wait, Dad, what are you doing? Like, because I'll be going off someplace sure. where you're supposed to go, like kind of a thing. Yeah. And I'll go, I said, I'm, I'm doing, they go, well, you got to come back. How can we protect you? I'm like, who cares if you protect me? <laughs> what are you talking about? They go, well, you're going to get killed. I'm like, yeah, I get killed. We start over again. Like, what difference does it make? You don't understand. This is live. Build Which a box. Build a whole a box. other thing that is more of a parenting podcast than a video game podcast. But it, it fascinates me how many times, I don't know if you've had this with your kids yet, but how many times I have to explain to my sons that they should not be this emotionally invested um, in the game. See, I think you were going to more talk about sort of the, the swapping of roles of that you have been their provider protector their entire lives. And now in this digital world, they're kind of showing you what their behavior is going to be like when you're an invalid senior citizen and they're like it's they're not gonna, too far off they're gonna put dad in a box and feed him it's, like don't run off dad the we, tone maybe i could twitch it sometime yeah, like because i should. think i think it would be worth it to watch them like basically get frustrated with me that i'm running off by myself like, wait it's there was one moment where jack was like eat your mashed potatoes yeah. dad jack was like wait where's dad wait why is he over there <laughs> dad and i and i just or i'll be like i like they tell you like oh there's guys over here i'll be like oh they're shooting over by the factory and jacob was like wait what factory where are you no no don't go over there there's guys over there that's like the center of the no no come back i'm like it's fine they go, you're going to get in there and get killed. Like, they get all irritated. So I do think you're right. And I do think part of the enjoyment is they like having something that they're better yeah, than yeah, me. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I, I just can't, like, and I don't know. Maybe it's because I let them play too much. I don't know what it is yet. I'm still making this up as a dad as I go. But the, the I just keep telling them, like, listen, you get, like, Jack will get angry and he'll tell people, like, yeah. he'll say, screw you, like, to his brother and stuff. Like, because yeah. he's shot him or something. And I said, listen, man. It's a video game. Yeah. Like, you got to get to a point where none of this matters. I go, because you're playing this to have fun. It should not be an emotional experience right. to this level. I understand wanting to win. I understand wanting to try, like, all of that, except for when it doesn't work but that, out. But that's a hard skill, and, you know, and that's what we learned. And from, one you can only learn from doing, right? Yeah, you have to yeah, feel yeah, yeah, it yeah. in order to do it. Sorry, I cut you but off. But I was going to say, that's what we learned uh, when our days in comedy sports, of the mantra of we want to win, but we don't care if we lose. Exactly. Like, that, is, that is a... A skill that I think most adults still have a hard time grappling Interesting. with. I, I think so. I, I, yeah, I hope that they get it because it, it really does. It kind of can. It has the effect of ruining their day sometimes. I'm where sure. It's just like they're like. Well, it's the same thing with fans of the Knicks <laughs> like, or the, the, Knicks? the the Clippers. You know. Oh, I see. Okay. You know, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. the Islanders. Yeah, like, you feel it, too strongly about anything. Exactly. You're setting yourself like, up for and some you sorrow. have no control over that. Yeah. yeah absolutely. absolutely. All right. Well, so yeah, there you go. I play Fortnite now. That's going to be my uh, my thing. It'll be great. Yeah. It'll... Look, tune in next time for Fables of Fortnite. <laughs> <laughs>
It's going to be so disappointing if I run out of time to not even be able to do that. It's hard because now it's what's great about Fortnite is that it's like having a catch with my kid. Like, yeah, that's it great. ties that incentive into it yeah. to where I carve out time that we yeah. can go do that. And, and it meets them where they're at. That's great. I think so. We'll see uh, how it goes. But that's been our show. Don't forget to go to bit.ly slash Gamerland Discord. Uh, you can find like-minded gamers, chat with them, find people who maybe you can uh, join a Fortnite squad. That was the other thing I said. I go, oh, let's do the Celebration Cup, which is like a big tournament for a yeah. million dollars. They laughed at me. Like, they go, Jacob was like, Dad, you can't. You can't do that. Why go, not? Why can't I do it? It says right here. I just push X and I can yeah. go do it. They go, yeah, but you got to, that's like for a million dollars. I'm like, great. Sounds great. Let's go win a million dollars. Who doesn't want a million dollars? He goes, no, you have to get like 10 kills in 10 matches. I said, sounds great. Let's do Let's it. Let's go. He goes, you can't even get one kill. I go, because you guys keep putting me in a box. <laughs> Stop putting baby in a corner and let's uh, let's put let's, daddy in a corner. Yeah, let's bring out the gimp and get some stuff done. <laughs> uh, you can also watch the show live on Twitch by going to twitch.tv slash the Kevin Miller. Uh, you can also see him Twitch games all the time. Um, Tuesday nights is the night to Twitch. If it's not this show, then it's me playing games. That's the way to do it. Yep. Uh, I think that's it. I think we nailed everything. Congrats yep. on the awards. Congrats. To all the winners. All the winners. Don't and forget all, to... Uh, all those that are nominated, uh, that are honored just to be nominated. The uh, the uh, answers are tallied by all the members of the Academy. The yep. uh, ballots are hosted by an independent third party known as Google. Uh, and the, the answers phone. were not known to anybody except for Kevin until the moment that they were broadcast. That's great. Well done. That was the... On behalf of the Kevin Miller <laughs> King of Disclaimers, this is Justin Worship saying, <gasps> Okay, bye. bye.